0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Papa Bear Hikes. People who go on long distance adventures will put a lot of time and thought, and spend a lot of money on their gear to make sure they're prepared. But oftentimes, food is just something we think of. Well, let me throw this in my bag. This tastes good. This looks good. I've even seen long-distance backpackers with $1,500 to $2,000 worth of gear brag about how they only spent $10 at the local store to buy food that's going to fuel them to get them to their next resupply point. Today, our guest is a registered dietitian. She's been one since 2001. She's also a long-distance backpacker. In February 2017, she was able to take the her profession and her interest bring them together and created the company Backcountry Foodie. Aaron Owens, Mayu, welcome to Papa Bear Hikes.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> so your company's mission, and excuse me if I sound like I'm just reading here, but this is from your website. So I just want to go over this. It's to provide hikers, backpackers, outdoor and outdoor adventures with the recipes, resources, and know-how to maximize their nutrition, reduce food weight, and simplify their meal planning. So let's break that down. Before doing so, I just want to ad- ad- define outdoor adventurers. There's people who listen who are um, travel cyclists. They, I know people who go cross-country on their bikes, bikepacking, people that do multi-day canoe and kayak trips. So this pertains to As you point out on your website, not just backpackers, but anybody that's doing any multi-day, multi-week, long-distance endeavor. So tell us about the mission statement a little bit about, you know, how you take this, you know, the recipes and the know-how and you're putting this all together so people can maximize their meal planning.
1: Well, um, like you're saying back in 2017 is kind of when this all came about. So I have been a dietitian for a very long time. Um, but I haven't been a meal planner like I am until more recently when I did decide to through hike the PCT. Um, I will admit when I first started backpacking down in 2001, I was eating MREs, military rations, um, because that's all I knew. Um, and then it took me until about 2012 to learn about freeze dried food. So then when, the through hike came along in 2017. I started doing the math and realizing like I can't afford freeze died meals for all this for six months. Um, and then realizing it takes up a lot of space and then realizing it wasn't enough calories. So I just was being a dietitian and figuring out a lot of things that I realized that this isn't going to work for me. So I started tinkering around with um, making my own food. And even then I realized all the recipes in the cookbooks that I found weren't as nutritious as I wanted. And Um, Still took up a lot of space. So I've since created a whole like ultralight meal planning is what I call it, which is kind of what you're saying. Um, I've been able to maximize the amount of nutrition in every single bite of your food, which ultimately means you have to carry less food. Um, And when you carry less food, that means you have to carry less water. So all of that ends up providing you with all the fuel you need with less weight on your back, which makes your body feel better. Um, So there's all these little increments that I've been able to fine tune as a dietitian to help fuel you better. Um, and part of our website is we just do all that for you. Um, So again, I was overwhelmed like any other newbie (laughs) when I first started. So I've taken all these things I've learned and just kind of compiled them into one place. um, So we do it all for you.
0: The first YouTube I watched, and I encourage everyone to go to your YouTube channel, and that would be Backcountry Foodies, uh, or Backcountry Foodie, I'm sorry. The first one I watched, you talked about, you, you held up these meals. The store bought freeze-dried meal and then the meal that you teach people to prepare or the recipes you have and you were able to do a comparison calories per ounce and the water needed. And I just thought that was so, what a way to break that down to show people a more logical and efficient way to go about planning your food.
1: Right. And I think you're talking about the ultralight backpacking one. Is that sound yes. familiar? Yes. Yes. Um, and I did a comparison. a long time ago. I feel like that was like the, um, chana masala, one of the really popular freeze dried meals, and I compared it to our chickpea salad. And it's essentially, you probably remember, it's like half the volume um, because I've been able to, the chana masala had some rice in it. So I took out all the rice because there's just not a lot of nutrition in there. So it just takes up extra space, extra volume. Um, so then it's primarily the chickpeas. So I was able to reduce all that volume down, but still provide plenty of protein. And that's how our recipes are designed to provide protein um, because I truly believe backpackers are athletes. Um, I'm not sure that people really consider themselves an athlete, but I like to think about what other sport do you have to carry a backpack that weighs 20 plus pounds when you're on your feet for 12 hours a day, when are you doing it day after day, you know, and then you're having to resupply yourself without like going always into town and having a nice fresh meal. Like any other triathlete can go home and refuel the night after their trip, um, So that's kind of where I like to change my mindset about how backpackers should actually eat. Um, And by doing that, you're actually able to eat better and less food and feel better.
0: Now, your company, Backcountry Foodie, it offers a number of um, resources to to people who subscribe. There's a subscription, there's different levels, and we can get into that a little bit further. But um, when you're dealing with clients, what are some of the most common Mistakes or or myths you're having to debunk with people when you're working with them.
1: The biggest one is the golden rule that two pounds of food per day rule. Um, that is my least favorite way to meal plan. <laughs> um, reason being, and this is probably one of the videos too. I think the thru hiker video that we did um, is the amount of food you can actually get in two pounds worth of weight varies greatly. Um, you could have two pounds worth of fresh food versus two pounds worth of our really maximized nutrition food that weighs very little. Um, So I can actually get 5,000 calories in two pounds. Um, But then maybe there's a trip that I only need 3,500 calories. So I'm not going to pack two pounds just of food without reading labels when I can actually use our recipes and only pack a pound and a half. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing is people just kind of throw food in, like you said early on, and when you were doing the intro that people just throw through food in a bag, not necessarily looking exactly what it is. Um, so if you just take a little bit more time to plan and read those food labels, then you can actually eat a lot better, enjoy the food too. You may not necessarily even like the food because I really believe in taking food that you normally eat at home versus going down the aisle, like a lot of thru-hikers do and pull those Nora rice pasta sides off the wall or instant potatoes or things that you probably would not necessarily eat at home every day. Um, I like to take my regular food with me, uh, just in a dehydrated form. So I think those are the two big things, that eating like you would at home and just looking at food labels versus dumping two pounds worth of food in a bag.
0: Right, because a lot of people, and, you know, through hikers, people that are in this sport, and it is a sport, as you pointed out, tend to be fitness conscious. So at home, they're probably eating very nutritious meals, well-rounded meals. Um, But in a lot of cases, we're seeing that being thrown out the window for, you know, like I said, ramen, Pop-Tarts, and, you know, North North Sides. And that's probably not giving us the fuel we really need to get, you know, and I think I'm safe in saying this. I'm not a dietitian, but it's not, you know, not going to give you that fuel your body really needs to get from point A to point B. Um,
1: Exactly. No, I agree 100%. Um, like you were just saying, there's a lot of us that try to train for these big hikes at home, you've been going to the gym, you've been doing shakedowns and all these things, you're probably eating fairly well at home, just naturally, why go and completely switch up your diet on a trip that's really going to do a lot of damage to your body, because it's something probably harder than you've ever done before. Um So and like a lot of those highly processed foods don't necessarily have as much protein in them Um, through hikers actually need quite a bit of fiber um, for reasons that I won't talk about right now. (laughs) Um, But you do need some fiber in your diet because you probably aren't going to get the fruits and veggies that you normally would get at home. Um, And two, fiber really helps control your blood sugar Um, through hikers being one myself. um, I've been guilty of having sugar patch kids where you get those sugar highs and lows. Um, They taste good easy to pop, but at the same time, your sugar's up and down. So you're going to crash, you're going to have energy really quickly. But then if you're not eating really well, then you're going to crash. Um, and then you just eat more sugar, then you crash again. Whereas if you're to eat more complex carbohydrates, which are like grains and um, dried fruit and some other things, um, that's actually going to keep you well-fueled longer and you'll feel better. And like I keep talking about the protein is if you have protein at the end of the day, you're going to recover better. Um, so the next morning, you're not necessarily going to have that Which is not fun if you've ever experienced it, barely crawling out of your bed um, just because you're so sore. That can be prevented just by eating better.
0: Yeah, I experienced that on my first multi week backpacking trip. I came home and analyzed my food and said, you know, I was bonking from time to time Mm -hmm. because I'm looking at this. I'm saying, there's just a lot of sugar bombs in here, as I would call it. Right. Yep. And, you know, that brings me to this point as people that do long distance or through hikes, they'll go on gear shakedown or preparation hikes to check out our gear, make sure we can set up that new tent properly, or we know all the nuances of that new backpack. But we probably should be paying attention to our food, right? Asking us the questions that I feel that nutritional fulfillment I needed, that I get that energy I needed from the food I was eating, even if it's just a two-day trip.
1: Absolutely. Um, and that's just like you were saying, a shakedown. Why not have like a food shakedown? Because something things sound good at the store. Let's say you are going to have some freeze dried meals. It may sound good on the package, but it may taste completely different. Um, so waiting to eat that when you go hiking is not a good time. <laughs> so actually, I recommend people trying them at home before they even hit the trail to make sure you actually like the food. Um, make sure it's going to be filling enough. Make sure it's going to sit in your stomach well enough. Um, people that have food sensitivities, um, being in the backcountry is not a time to try a brand new recipe that you've never tried before. Um, because again, you're putting your body under a lot of stress. Sometimes you actually lose your appetite when you're hiking. So that's a whole nother level of things that if there's food you don't like and you don't feel good, that's just set you up for a really bad situation.
0: Long distance adventures, multi-week adventures, as I keep um, referencing this community to is Finding the balance between nutritional value, weight that you're carrying and how edible the food is, you know, striking, you know, that's a, a balance you need to strike. How does your f- company help with that? How do they assist your, cu- your customers in that regard?
1: Well, and that's our whole model um, because... I do believe in that entire balance because that's what's going to make you feel the best. Um, and one of the things we've really focused on, too, is our recipes using ingredients you can just find from the grocery store. Um, so that way you can try a lot of these things at home without having to invest in like huge cans of weird powders like cheese powders or something that you may not necessarily like the taste of or a lot of freeze dried ingredients that you may not like the texture of. Um, We try to really use a lot of ingredients. You can just build your grocery. A lot of these things you probably already have in your pantry at home. Um, So they are things your body's used to already eating um, and it's less expensive. I mean, our recipes tend to be two and three dollars a piece. So like you're saying, we spend three hundred, four hundred dollars on a backpack. Um, We could spend just a few dollars on healthy food. Um, so that's what we do for you and i've already maximized like I keep saying the nutrition like I have figured out all the ratios Um, again, i'm a nerd i'm a dietitian nerd. I love numbers So i've actually tweaked all the recipes to where they have the right ratio of carbs and protein to help you recover Like I was mentioning about the hiker hobble in the morning Um, and in our website, we actually have filters that say recovery So if you're looking for something like that to have for dinner, you just click on the recovery filter and those will give you all the examples Um, then there's a filter for meal replacements. Like I mentioned before, um, if you actually lose your appetite altogether, meal replacement drinks are an excellent option. That's that maximize the protein, the calories, the carbs, all those things in eight ounces worth of fluid. So you just down one of those and you've actually had a full meal, um, even though you may not feel like eating. We'll be back after a quick break.
0: You ever think about what might be in the water you're drinking? Every time you fill up your water bottles while you're in the outdoors, I try not to, and I really don't because I use Sawyer water filters. The Sawyer filter technology because of their high standards. Every filter is individually tested three times through the process. I've been using the Permithrin product for years now to protect me from, well, quite frankly, ticks and the picaridin to keep the flies at bay, don't let bad water, insects, or a tick bite cut your trip short or even ruin it. Use Sawyer products. Go to your local outdoor retailer and ask for Sawyer products. Whether it's a water filter, insect repellent, they're likely to have it. You can also go to Sawyer's website and read more about these incredible, high-quality products that they offer. Those of us who enjoy the outdoors. Now, backpacker country, uh, backpacker food, backcountry foodie. I'm sorry. As I stated earlier, you're not just a dietitian who decided to tell people how to pack food or how to eat when you're long distance hiking. You're a long distance hiker yourself. So let me ask you this. Is there an added value to proper nutrition on a long hike?
1: Again, absolutely. And I've been, the like you're saying, I've been the guinea pig. So I've t- I've tested all this on myself the first time around and made all the adjustments. Um, and I can attest, I'm 43 years old. And when I did the PCT, I was able to keep up with 20 somethings, uh, which I wasn't expecting at all. But I think that really has a lot to do with I was eating a much better diet than the younger hikers that were eating the pop tarts and the sugar honey buns and those kind of things. That um, I think there is a lot of added value and eating better. There's, especially women, are at risk for iron deficiency. If you're doing a long-distance hike and you're not eating well, you could easily end up being iron deficient and actually have to go home. Um, So there's a lot of those things, and iron deficiency causes you to feel really fatigued. So that's a fatigue that could be prevented by food that you may ignore while you're hiking, just thinking that, oh, I'm just tired. I've been doing this for days after day. But if you just switch up your diet and eat a little healthier, you're going to feel better. Um, So I think there's a lot of value in just paying a little more attention to your food. than just, like I said, the whole two pounds per day, and then just throwing some food in a bag.
0: And we need to look at our food, not in terms of filling up my belly, but as you said, we're you know, getting the biggest nutritional punch out of it as you can. Right, You have to look at what are the things that are going to uh, alleviate inflama- oh, inflammation, yep. add iron, et cetera. Uh, um, how can backcountry foodie assist the new, the aspiring through hiker, um, you know, let's say, for example, I want to hike the Appalachian trail this year. I'm going to through hike. So I go to your website. How could you help me?
1: Um, and the way the website's designed, like I was mentioning, there's a lot of filters. Um, so, and this, a lot of hikers, we've designed it this way too, as they don't necessarily want to prepare all their boxes ahead of time that they'd rather kind of resupply along the way because your, your tastes do change. You get bored with food or you completely dislike something that you normally would love at home is the website is actually designed to where um, you make your own favorites list. So you before you leave, leave home, go ahead and pick like all the recipes that sound really awesome. Again, using that grocery filter. So only the ones that you could actually get at grocery stores. Um, and then I'd also pick like the recovery ones and I'd pick a couple of the meal replacements. So you have those kind of in your arsenal of things to eat if those situations come up. Um, and then, what you can do is when you get to town, or maybe the night before town, is you're like, oh, these recipes sound good. This is what I want to eat for the next five to seven days, whatever your distance is between resupplies. Um, and it will generate a shopping list for you. So you just pick out those recipes. And then we also have a filter that says recipes using similar ingredients, or even four ingredients or less. So you can even fine tune it down to that, to where if you don't want to buy a bunch of things, um, you can pick those things and have fewer things in your shopping list. Um, So I think it's really simplifying the process. So folks can do it as they go rather than shipping a lot of boxes ahead. Um, But if you do have leftover ingredients, you could go ahead and make multiple servings and ship those ahead if you wanted to, but I've always had a trail family just because I like to be social. So there's always going to be somebody that wants to eat that extra food. So I don't think you're, you'll have any problem being like, hey, I've got some pesto salad here. Like, Anybody want to share? I don't think you'll have any trouble like getting rid of food. So maybe you can go in on splitting the um, shopping list or the grocery list cost kind of thing.
0: So when people go to your website and subscribe, uh, they're not just simply saying, okay, there's a recipe I like or Okay, there's there's a little paragraph, some advice I might be able to use. You're really providing them with a, a full service here of this is how you can, and we're going to help you get there.
1: Right. And also part of the service is the meal planning tool um, to where you pick all those recipes and put it in your favorites box and it's just a drag and drop. So it will actually, you pick the recipes you want, drag them in. Like, I think I want this for breakfast. I want this for lunch and dinner. It tells you exactly how many calories, how much protein carbs. It tells you how much that menu weighs. It tells you how much water you need. Um, So I started out with spreadsheets, like a lot of other hikers, you know, doing all this out on a sheet of paper or spreadsheets where, Now, I've taken all that that I used to do and dumped it into this automated platform. Um, And our old site that we had, this is actually a brand new one that's currently online. Our old one actually had all the resources for how to dehydrate food, um, calculating your calories, calculating your protein and carbs. It had all those resources. Um, But we're in the process of updating the site to add all that as a brand new um, It's phase two, I guess you could say. So a lot of those resources aren't currently available, but will be in the next couple months. Um, there's over a hundred topics in there. So if there's anything you have a question about, I'm sure we've got like some kind of resource for you to answer it.
0: How about for the experienced long distance adventurer? Would would you advise them to go there? Is there any, I mean, we all like to think we are more knowledgeable and we have learned our lessons, but how about the long distance adventurer that's maybe through hiked a couple of the long distance trails?
1: Well, you can through hike but have you fine tine, fine-tuned your food? So that's the thing, um, because I still bonk if I don't pay attention. I mean, I've been doing this for years, and if I don't pay attention to my food, I still bonk. So um, that's just one thing to keep in mind that, again, like all of our recipes and resources are going to help somebody that is still bonking, even though they've been hiking for years. It's going to help you fine-tune it even more, um, especially if you're going from having a heavier pack to becoming an ultralight backpacker um we're gonna help you do that transition faster rather than having to figure out all those numbers yourself. Um so I think there's value in beginners that are just wanting to start. And actually I'm doing a beginner one oh one class in a couple weeks um just starting from the basics and then I also teach like an ultralight class. Um so there's different pieces that I can teach people based on where they are in the kind of the backpacking where they are in their experience, I guess you could say.
0: How would someone go about signing up for one of those classes?
1: um on our webpage, backcountryfoodie.com we have an events page um it's actually probably going to shift around a little bit so you might have to dig by the time this podcast goes out because we're designing our web page it's changing some but if you search for master classes um we've got master classes scheduled every month of the year um right now i have the backcountry or excuse me the backcountry uh, excuse me backpacking food 101 is this month um and then i do one that's um don't just eat, eat well. That's all about like how to make sure you're eating the carbs and the protein and hydration so you don't bonk. Um, I have another one about anti-inflammatory foods and how to recover better. Um, There's going to be one about like vegetarian and vegan diets because you're at greater risk of deficiencies if you don't know how to do that in the backcountry. There's going to be one about high altitude nutrition and cold weather because that's a whole nother um, piece that you have to keep in mind. And then there's the opposite in hot weather. You actually, your energy needs increase by almost 30% sometimes when you're in hot weather. And I don't know that people necessarily need, know that. So I'm going to do a whole class on that too.
0: Yeah. I just myself, I've been backpacking for over 40 years. And I came across you because I was looking for information on nutrition. Uh, you know, so having started backpacking in the 70s we've come a long way with backpacking nutrition and I think it's safe to say no matter how experienced we think we are, we're, there's always more to learn. And uh, I think your website, your company does an outstanding job of providing that information on an, a professional level. You're doing, you know, very professionally, you're not just a backpacker who came up with this idea. You're a dietitian, and you're providing professional level information to people and a service. Yeah, I think that's I, something people should be aware of.
1: Well, I agree with that 100%. And just too, even though we're going back to the experienced hikers, is products change all the time. Um, when I first started in 2001, MREs were kind of the thing. There wasn't a lot of freeze-dried options that there are now. Um, there weren't a lot of the other like powders and cream cheese powder and butter powder that I knew of at the time. So I think just with time, those kinds of things advance. So those are things you can fine-tune with time. Um, uh, yeah, I've, I have seven years worth of education. I have a master's degree. This is what I've been doing for years. And I love being a dietitian. I can not imagine doing anything else. Um, and now that I've been able to quit my old hospital job and do this full time as a backpacker and a dietitian, it's a dream come true. Um, and we haven't talked about this. I actually live on the road with my husband in a van with our dog. <laughs> um, so we truly live in the wilderness a hundred percent of the time. So I'm immersed in it all the time.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to segue into that because that's, you know, that's interesting. You're living, not just living your dream, you're out there on the road experiencing it, right? You're yeah. not in a, in a in a cubicle in a, in, a, in an office answering people's emails and coming up with business ideas. You and your husband are out there. In the we wilderness, you're day. living
1: it. Yeah, we do it every day. So now our instead of going for a walk, like I said, I used to work in a hospital, and I would need, I call them brain breaks. In the afternoon, I just kind of hit a point to where I need a break. So our way of taking a break at the hospital was walking loops around the hospital in the big city. Now my brain breaks are leaving out the side of the van and going for a hike. I mean, it's amazing. I feel so fortunate to be able to do what we do now. Um, I actually, we've been traveling now for almost two years. And the problem is we don't know where home is. (laughs) We're kind of like, I don't know where we're going to stop because there's so many amazing places that we've been to. We talked about it recently. Like, where are we going to stop? So I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah. I just recently had, um, a YouTuber on Walter's world and him and his family have traveled all over the world. And this past summer they went to national parks and I'm sitting there listening to these experiences and I'm like, You know, there's just so much to see out there. You're just never going to see it all, but just taking it all in one day at a time. And it sounds like that's what you and your husband are doing. Just, you know, Hey, we'll move our home over here next week or next month. Maybe this'll be our home.
1: Well, and like I was just telling you before we got on the call is that we're actually doing a town day today. It's kind of like a thru-hiker resupply day where we go into town, do all of our errands. And today we're actually on our way to, we're in Southern Arizona right now, but we're headed to Southern California. And we're going to do the Trans Catalina Trail um, just because we needed a break. So we have the flexibility to just up and go. So that's something that we're super excited about.
0: Okay, Aaron, um, thanks again for giving up your time and and sharing all this valuable information with us. Uh, Could you now let us know again, where can we get a hold of you? Um, Any social media, your website again, if you'd want to give that to us.
1: Um, so you can, again, find us on BackcountryFoodie.com. Um, we're on Instagram at BackcountryFoodie. Uh, we're on Facebook. Um, we're also on YouTube, as you mentioned. Um, so those are the primary platforms where we are. And we're actually now finally on a every other week's YouTube video schedule. So I'm really excited about kind of cranking out some more material that way. Um, and then we have a newsletter. So you can sign up for our newsletter and get discounts for our service and updates on all the things that we've got going on. So we're always doing something new. We're, we're not stagnant by any, any stretch of the imagination.
0: Aaron Owens, Mayu from Backcountry Foodie, thanks again, and have a great day, and safe travels.
1: All right. Thanks for having me. Thanks for
0: listening. If you like this podcast, please feel free to leave a review. If you found it helpful or useful or just entertaining, let us know. We can be contacted at PapaBearHikes at gmail.com, or check us out. Papa Bear Hikes 01 on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Get outside and have a great day. This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity.